Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Mohammed, one scoop shaker, I am Matt, two scoops right, and together we are traversing <laughs> the muddied waters of Freedom. How are you? I'm good. That was a stupid nickname y'all came up with last night. Uh, yeah, that was a stupid nickname we came up with last night. One scoop, two scoop. One scoop, two scoop. Because, you know, because <laughs> Donald Trump takes two scoops. You know, CNN was great when they used to have me on. I don't know. Ever since they stopped inviting me on, they just started going downhill. <laughs> Wait, you were on CNN? Yeah, four times. Oh, weird. <laughs> you would think I would know that by now. Uh, we would like to welcome on our personal and dear and wonderful friend, Caleb Franz from Outset Magazine and the host of the fantastic podcast, Mill Liberty. Caleb, how are you doing on this fantastic Saturday afternoon? I am doing fantastic. How about you guys? Doing great. Doing, good. doing wonderful. So welcome to the Muddied Waters of Freedom. We are super happy to have you on. I'm thrilled to be here. Excellent. Well, first and foremost, we have to thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we will be drinking. And Justin. And Justin. Of course, Justin. <laughs> Even though he didn't draw anything on our cups this week. Yeah, but he gave us the bottoms of one of the... the... Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I haven't eaten today. This will be fun. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> Shells up. Bula. Bula. So, on a personal note, I'm actually a little proud that I think I've figured out the sound problem for our voice calls. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy that it was simple as moving a cord from one side of the computer to the other. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> And I was like, wow, that was all I needed to do. Neat. Do you use a mixer of any kind, Caleb, or is yours a yours is yours simpler on your end? Yeah, I have like a, a program that I use uh to record my calls on okay. I usually go through Skype. Sometimes I go through, you know, Google Hangouts. We did a but, uh, on, on Skype. Yeah, it's called Call Note. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, I think there's like a small fee for it, but it's not much. Yeah, yeah, we use Audacity. Yeah, we use Audacity. Well, yeah, well, I I use Audacity too. Whenever I like take the actual recorded show and put it in there to edit it, but then 
as far as like actually recording it goes, that's that's what I use. Awesome. Very cool. So for our uh, listeners who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I would love to. Um, so I am the podcast director at Outset Network. Um, and uh, I, of course, host my own show, as you mentioned, um, Liberty on the same network. And we talk about everything, basically. Uh, we, the idea of it is to kind of create a, a community of Liberty lovers and uh, just talk about anything under the sun. So uh, this this past week, um, I had a guest, Ron Feingold, uh, come on and we talked about the libertarian position on Israel. Um, I've had Matt Kibbe on. Uh, we talked about the craft beer revolution. How the hell? And what? <laughs> I love what? I love Matt Kibbe. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Did you email um, him? No, seriously, I, I want Matt Kibbe on. He's do got, what? He's got a great beard. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's continue. like the most impressive beard I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've, there's Jack Hunter has been on Jeffrey Tucker, uh, just a bunch of people. So, oh, that's awesome. No, that's very cool. I I did listen to one episode you had, and you had this awful guest. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that one guy. Yeah, he, that, he was he, he was really like arrogant douchebag or yes, something. Yes, that. Yeah, I don't I don't think I really want to bring him back on. I don't blame you. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get... know if I'd ever want him on my show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I you do bring him on, that's a huge mistake. I wouldn't know who you're talking about. I don't even listen to your show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was me. Context clues, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was when it was Mo Liberty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it? it for one week, it was Mo Liberty. <laughs> I gotta warn you, Matt's gonna offer you a fucking book. Oh yeah, I need to. Send... <laughs> I, I heard. I, I hear about that every time. Because I... Yeah. <laughs> I never get the damn book. <laughs> <laughs> I I also have to apologize to one of our avid listeners, Brian Wolf. I have your book. I just haven't gone to the post office to send it yet, <laughs> but I promise it's coming. And. It's inscribed and everything. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's here. I can shoot you a picture of it right now, but I can't send it to you because I'm going to be doing this until the post office is well closed. <laughs> oh, it's Saturday. Are they open? I don't even know if they're No, open. they're closed. <laughs> okay. Why would you want to send it through the post office anyway? That's a horrible idea. That's yeah, valid, valid point. Yeah. Uh, just go through UPS. <laughs> Any self-respecting libertarian should already know that. <laughs> I thought it was so funny when uh, I got my backwards stuff from Eric July and it all came in the U- <laughs> USPS. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Freaking ANCAP. <laughs> Sending it through the through the post office. <laughs> um, but uh, you were telling me right before we started the show, and we actually share this in common, that we both saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 this week. Yes. Yes, I did. I saw it twice, actually. Holy wow. crap. Yeah, I was supposed yeah. to go a second time, but I ended up... I've 
I've got something coming up on Monday, and I'm trying to prep for it. So I had to turn down the second invitation. Yeah, he's going to send the book on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. But (laughs) on my way to Orlando, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have to write that down. Where are you doing Orlando? Well, it's not in Orlando. I'm going outside of Orlando to Frostproof, uh, where I'm speaking at a city council there on Kratom. Ooh. Yeah, they're... Uh, they asked me to come and talk to them about it because they are looking for information on it because apparently they have a small drug addiction problem in that town and they were curious on whether or not Kratom could potentially be good for helping these people in their recovery. You mean good or bad, right? Or are they just... They're Well, they're just asking if it would be oh. a positive step for them to take to help these people in recovery i'm supposed to be meeting with uh one of their rehab groups by the seventh day adventists oh oh dude i like seventh day adventists yeah they take saturdays off it's, mm-hmm. yeah it's, <laughs> ben carson was a seventh or is a seventh day adventist what really i didn't know yeah, that he's, Holy a, yeah. he's a seventh day yeah yep yep so so yeah on my way out of town on monday i will be dropping books into the mail <laughs> just have them lease me uh, a nice location and I'll show them how good Kratom is <laughs> <laughs> no problem <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we had a uh, as far as news went this week there was really only one story that everybody heard about I mean there, I'm certain there were more but there was China? one <laughs> It's how great Guardians was. Yeah, it was how great Guardians was. Oh, that's that, right. That was the news story. That was the news yeah. story. Guardians yeah. was so good. <laughs> yeah. Baby Groot. I want a baby Groot. He didn't grow up in in between one and two? No. Oh, wow. Just, well. A little bit. Huh. Yeah, a little bit, but. He does grow up toward the end of the movie a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know somebody else that needs some growing up. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I personally loved it. I, it, was, um, it was so good. I, I thought that it was like... I, I The first time I saw it, I, I didn't think it was as good as the first one. Even though I, I still loved it. It was great. Um, but I was kind of like looking at it from a critical lens. Um, but then the second time I, I went and watched it and the more it kind of settled on me, the more it, it grew on me. And the second time I just watched it just to watch it and just for fun. And it was just incredible. Yeah. I, I do want to go back and watch it again. Um, I thought that just the first time I saw it, I, I was just enthralled with the entire thing. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Was visually yeah. amazing. The story was amazing. The writing was good. Chris Pratt, like that dude, I I would watch him do just about anything. I think. Once just we about. Uh, w- once yes, just about once we're done talking <laughs> about all all the fun stuff, Chris Pratt is a topic I want to bring up. You want to talk about the sign language thing? Don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, did you? Thing. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, that's horrible. Right, <laughs> that was so stupid. Right, yeah, and like turn up your volume. I don't see why that's offensive. That was so stupid. It was it was a it was a 
well, you know, well, promo commercial. That's <laughs> just trying to get people to watch the actual video. It's yeah. nothing offensive against the deaf community. Yeah, yeah. Well, for those of us uh, that that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Chris Pratt uploaded. Was it a? Vi- uh, it was an Instagram video. It was an right? Instagram video. Yeah, I think it was on Facebook. Was it? I thought it was Instagram. Okay, because I looked. He, I actually looked for it on Instagram and I couldn't find it. So maybe it, it was. Oh, he did delete yeah, it. Yeah, they deleted it. That's fucking bullshit. I know. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. yeah, so he he started off this commercial or whatever, this video in general, and then he asked people to turn up their volumes and to not, not read the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. And Because that's like what everybody does. <laughs> because after they put subtitles on, they're like, Why would I want to watch this? At least, you know, see if it's worthwhile. Yeah, right. yeah. And he thought he had a pretty important message to put out. So um these people attacked him social justice warriors attacked him uh, saying he was not uh empathetic and sympathetic enough to the deaf community which is just it's bullshit because uh like out of everyone in hollywood he's he's probably the most like down-to-earth guy that you could possibly think of in hollywood right now yeah agreed and i you know i would actually even go as far as it it could have been anybody it doesn't have to be the the cool chris pratt it could have been uh mel gibson you know like mm-hmm. just because he said turn up the volume and don't just read the subtitles doesn't mean mel gibson or anybody was trying to be an asshole to the the deaf community, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was extremely infuriating, belittling. I would say that belittles their feel. I mean, I didn't see a single instance of anybody on there saying that they're deaf and they were offended by it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they have this, the, the social justice warriors have this mission where it's, they have to be offended for, whatever group yeah whatever group for them because they can't do it themselves or you know be offended themselves or or stand up for whatever themselves you know they stand up for they get offended for muslims they get offended for blacks they get offended for freaking anybody that they get offended for offended people even right <laughs> like it and then it's so it's just insane to me how quickly people will just jump to apologize to appease these other to appease this group that's like oh well what about these people but you have to apologize you know that's that's the culture today if you don't apologize they'll they'll hang you (laughs) (laughs) i think it's also kind of ironic too because like social justice warriors tend to be very apologetic to every single type of minority you could possibly think of on the face of the earth but rarely do i ever see them actually like most of them are able-bodied uh, white guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not like they're you know going out and and actually listening to these people. It's it's like they're they're just assuming people are automatically offended by it. Yeah. I mean, more or less, they're just saying, "Oh well, if they aren't offended by it, they should be offended by it." So I'm going to stick up for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Like, like I don't, I don't think anyone's asking you to stick up for them. Right. I don't even think these groups are asking them to stick up for them. I think that they're just taking it upon themselves to do it, and they're just like, "Oh no, this that's offensive to people because it should be." Yeah. Mm. Well, 
making a movie in color is offensive to people who are colorblind. So yeah. all movies should be in black and white. Yeah. So, you know, it's it just because he said turn up the volume. Mm-hmm. Don't just read the subtitles. <laughs> okay. So what maybe what, maybe did, telling them that it was offending deaf people by that they were offending the blind. Right. You know, I don't yeah, <laughs> how, how far how far can you take this? His, his his hand sign his hand signing apology offended me because I don't know sign language. Yeah, yeah that's that's ableist for the right. ones that are able to read right. it. And I just offended somebody. <laughs> Oops, it's okay. We we offend somebody on every one of our shows. Not to put a trigger warning before right. <laughs> before. <laughs> On the intro to this. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a trigger warning at the very beginning. <laughs> About 16 minutes in. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as everybody knows this week, going into other news. That Let's stick with social justice for you. You want to stick with social justice? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's because see. I said I didn't want to talk about it. And then I realized maybe we should talk about it. Even though it is a private event. Um, Harvard is. You heard about this, Caleb? They're po- they're uh, hosting. There's a group hosting. They cr- they crowd they crowdsourced a um, some money like twenty one thousand dollars. Doesn't matter what the amount is. They crowdsourced some money, um, which means the school isn't paying for it, which is good in this case. Uh, to host an all black um, graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. You heard is about this that? about uh, Betsy DeVos or? No, no, no. The, I mean, this is she is part of the conversation, yeah. Okay. But Har- Harvard is going to be doing an all-black uh, graduation ceremony, and so we're. It, it seems like this is the first time they're actually doing it. That's. Um, I don't. I don't see how that's productive, <laughs> at all. But I, um, I don't see how it's you pro- know. I don't see how it's productive, but I also don't have a problem with it since they're privately financing it. Yeah. Right. Since they're crowdfunding it, I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really care. Um, do it, you know. But I, I'm afraid of what the back, what the blowback on this will be, yeah. because I think that other schools will say, oh, well, we need to do this as well. Yeah. And those won't be privately financed. Yeah. Right. That will be for sure publicly funded. Right. Yeah. And then it'll suddenly become, oh, well, no, we want this and you have to pay for it. Yeah, well, you remember what they did at CSU like two months ago where they have now um, segregated dorms for students? Literally, legitimately have segregated dorms? Do they I did do not that? see that. Oh, yeah, what? You missed it? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did not see that. CSU as in not Colorado, uh, California. Okay. Yeah, California State University. They have segregated dorms now. And I don't Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're taking a huge step backwards now instead of <laughs> instead of asking people to accept each other uh, each other as they are uh as equals. Yeah, as equals. Now it's like, well, white people are inherently racist, so we have to, you know, uh give them a separate you know, whatever dorm graduation ceremony from African Americans that may be offended and or triggered by the mere presence of the white man. That is 
that makes no that that is taking huge steps. That's like fifty to sixty years backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sad. That accomplishes the exact opposite of what <laughs> of, of everything that has been done in the past, you know, past few decades. Right, since the nineteen fifties on, that's just it completely reverses. Everything. Yeah, well, and it teaches. I think it's going to teach uh, uh, those. Whoever subscribes to those kind of ideas and ideologies, that it's um, it's okay to think of, you know, minorities as always victims of a systemic, oppressive, racist, slavery, uh, power structure. I'm trying to come up with many buzzwords, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not a social justice warrior. I can't. Um, but you know that's what it teaches minorities now. It's like, oh well, the the whites have the system, you know, so the, they're the racist ones or whatever. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's. I just don't understand the mindset. Yeah, that, me neither. Where 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 are you from again, Caleb? I'm in Ohio. Oh, okay, I know more people from Ohio than I think live in Ohio. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a lot of uh, Midwesterners. Yeah, like when I was living in Virginia, I knew a whole group of teachers that moved down he moved down to Virginia, all from Ohio, and none of them knew each other in Ohio, but they yeah. all met here and then started hanging out. And I was like, "You understand, this is Virginia. We have Virginians here." <laughs> <laughs> and then when I went to Nashville, like, almost everybody I met was from Ohio. And now that I'm here, it's like I'm talking to people. I'm like, oh, where are you from? Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Does anybody still live in Ohio? Well, Caleb. It's like it's the Caleb. state that everyone leaves. Yeah. Even LeBron left for a little while. <laughs> I'm still here, though, well, for now anyway. And see, you're holding it down because, I mean, you guys have – Ohio has more astronauts than any other state in the nation. Oh, I didn't We're all that. trying to leave. Right. Yeah. Ohio is so bad they're going to space. Yeah. Did, uh, did you go to school in Ohio? Yeah, yeah. Were there weird ass, um, you know, social justice warrior race issues on your campus? Well, like I, I went to a community college for like a semester, mm -hmm. um, and then like that's it. So there wasn't a whole lot of. Um, it was a quiet semester there. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, it's it's a pretty small town. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of. I mean, there's always going to be like some of your really weird people mm -hmm. at, at colleges that that just happens but other than that there wasn't a whole lot of that but i have like traveled up around in college campuses a lot just you know going to them and uh, there are some characters <laughs> to say the least yeah. all right no it makes sense yes yeah, no absolutely so you weren't exposed to as many i guess social justice warrior issues that are going on around the country so far at least in the hardcore left states all the all the microaggressions and everything that that uh is trendy among <laughs> among sjw's um <laughs> uh, and just just for our listeners how old are you well i will be 21 tomorrow well happy birthday Dang, happy birthday dude yeah it's gonna be fun if if i still drank i'd buy you a beer <laughs> well, I'm going Monday to um, I'm going Monday to uh, get my 
CCW. So I'm looking forward to that. I already went through the course. I just have to actually, you know, turn in the certificate and everything. Nice. I have to wait till 21 to be to be able to do that. So very cool. Yeah, because magically, once you turn 20. on your last day of being 20, once right, you turn right, 21, right. the yeah, very I, next I, day. Um, <laughs> so irresponsible right now. Right, but tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow you are going to be responsible enough going to be able to be completely 100% adult. Yeah, that's right. And I will make all the right decisions in my life. That's right. You, you are tomorrow you are going to be not only responsible enough to conceal carry a weapon, but you are also responsible enough to drink out in public. Yep. Yes. So yes. congratulations on both of those and finally yes, which which seems like an odd combination on the surface, <laughs> but it's not. It's okay. You can put those two together. It's going to be completely fine. Right. <laughs> uh, I remember my 21st birthday was on a Sunday and at midnight Saturday night I went to a bar and the guy looked at me and goes, you just couldn't wait, could you? No. (laughs) It's like, no, all of my friends have been in there for three hours waiting for me to show up because I couldn't go in. (laughs) And he just started laughing. And I think I had three drinks before the bar closed because they made them very strong. And I was like, this is awful. Why do people do this? <laughs> and then three years later, I understood why people did that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week, with absolutely zero segue, <laughs> Trump unexpectedly fired the head of the FBI, one one giant James Comey. Director of the FBI. Director of the FBI. <laughs> One giant James Comey coming mm-hmm. in at six foot eight. He is a is he six eight? He's huge six person. Eight. Holy shit! You're not. Ma- oh wow! I thought you were making this yeah, up. Yeah, he's a fucking huge person. Yeah, he is six eight, and I think. I- Damn, we should have kept him. <laughs> it's because he's <laughs> like he, he, he can just tackle anybody <laughs> that's <laughs> under investigation. Like he'll just reach out and hold them by their by their uh, by their collar. If they ever try to get away. One one of my friends made a joke and he goes, I think Trump fired him just because he was taller and more intimidating. <laughs> That's why when I when I made my post with my resume about being the FBI director, I put my height on there because I'm slightly shorter than Trump, yet still tall enough to uh, have that commanding presence over the surf. Yep. <laughs> Trump is actually a, a very tall president. Yeah, he's 6'4". Six six four. Yeah. Yeah. And like comparatively, he, he's giant. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's got to be one of our taller presidents, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, on par with, uh, I think, Washington, who was also really tall. How tall is Lincoln? He was he Do was the tallest. The uh, I no? think he still comes out on top. If you don't count the hat, he was like five six. If you oh. count the hat, he was like six three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all the hat. I think he was like six five or six six. Yeah, he was like pretty that. tall too. I didn't know Washington was tall. Yeah, he was, he was a giant too, and he was just like not his like Lincoln was. Tall and slinky, but Washington was very broad-chested. You know, he was a very big figure all around. Uh, that's what happens when you serve in the army. Best, <laughs> best branch. Just saying, <laughs> we've we've had a few presidents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had one or two. Yeah, <laughs> who the army? Yeah, we've had Washington. 
Okay, I don't remember all the presidents who served in the army. <laughs> yeah, Eisenhower was the next one I was going to go for. Yeah. But I'm sure we've had more than those two. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Shit, I bet Grant. Andrew Jackson was, was in the army. Oh, Grant? Yeah. yeah. Grant was in the army. Yeah. Yep. Andrew Jackson, too, right? Whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think um, I think Reagan was. I can't remember really? if he was Army or Air Force. Uh, I don't know. I don't, did he serve? I didn't. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He did serve. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, he served uh, before he began acting. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, he did. That's right. He would have been in that World War Two era. Yeah. 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 That's right. Really. Yep. Okay. JFK. JFK. Oh, wow. He was, he was Navy, though, wasn't he? Uh, He was Navy. Yeah, yeah, Navy. Wow, okay. So all the branches are pretty well represented. Right. I know at least George W. Bush was Air Force. Air, well, Air Guard. But, Air Guard, yeah. yeah. Right. They're a step below. <laughs> <laughs> um, back on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back Back to giant James Comey. <laughs> um, so he got fired, which if anybody saw the uh, Stephen Colbert show where he announced that. Oh, it, that was so funny. That was so funny. That was so fucking he, funny. <laughs> where he he comes out and he goes, just moments, like literally minutes before, right now, uh, big breaking news, Trump fires FBI director James Comey. Mm-hmm. Audience erupts. They all erupt. Start cheering. And he, he he's like, wow, we have a bunch of Trump fans. And then he's like, no, this isn't a good thing. And it's like, like well, wait a minute. Let me tell you how you're supposed to react. Yeah. First of all. You, you, you are reacting inappropriately to exactly, this. Exactly, yeah. Been Not allowed. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be excited over him firing the guy that everybody was calling for him to be fired on the left. Yeah, even though we wanted this just two minutes ago before everybody. it actually happened. Yeah. Right, right. now, this is a, an international tragedy. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. In fact, this is so Trump is Nixon. Trump needs to be impeached. <laughs> yeah. Trump needs to be mm-hmm. impeached. The, this is just an egregious use of power by Trump. And it's like, you got you guys said that Hillary should fire him on January twentieth if she had won. Yep. Yep. And that Trump did it on May whatever date that was, we'll say the Yeah. 10th. I think it was like the ninth or 9th, something yeah. like that. On the ninth on May ninth. Oh well no, that's unacceptable. Yep. How dare you, sir? It's because a lot of those people also assume somehow, like you would think people are smarter than this. You think that a lot of these Democrats think that <laughs> James Comey is the one personally gathering all evidence and doing all investigations on what's going on with Russia, if mm-hmm. that happens to be the case or not. But speaking specifically on the Russian case that was that's freaking all the liberals out, they're like, oh, no, now now he's now the, the case ain't going to go forward. It's like, no, it, it will. <laughs> Comey he, is not the one doing the investigation. He's the he director. Yeah, he wasn't the only one working on that. Yeah, no, Comey just tells people to do stuff. That's and and go and talks to Congress, really. Right, and does press. I will. I will say that, like, like I completely, I, I completely think that he should have been gone after, um, after the the Hillary announcement investigation. Yeah, like last July. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has been obviously a long time coming. 
But I will say that the timing is a bit odd um, yeah. as to why, like, right now specifically, as opposed to some other time whenever he, uh, Trump accumulated power. Yes. Well, why do you think he should have been fired in July? Say again? Why do you think he should have been fired back in July? Oh, because he would have been, like, regardless of, of whether or not it was, you know, because of politics or not, which I don't I don't necessarily think it was, um, that he made his decision, the perception and the way that it was viewed that um, that that he looked like he was intervening in a presidential election. Yeah, that should have been like, OK, I, I made the decision. Now I'm stepping down. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't and, disagree. And, yeah. And he came out and he did that press conference on July 5th. Fifth, yeah, yep. July fifth, he came out and did that press conference, and of course, the left erupted, except for Bernie fans. They were like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is our time." Yeah, <laughs> he can still win, <laughs> right? I mean, today he can still win to this day. To yes. this day, I was waiting for him to win in France personally. I, I really thought that was going to be some sort of weird landslide. Well, Bert. Jeb actually won in France. Yeah. <laughs> He was the actual winner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jeb. Jeb! Exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how everybody noticed that on at the same time. It's like, why do you, why do you have that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing there for? Yeah. It was the same thing he did when he ran for governor here in Florida. I don't remember. Yeah, it was the he he changed his logo like zero oh, from wow. his Florida gu- gubernatorial race to that is the funny. president. It was basically the exact same logo. Yeah. That is funny. It was just like you couldn't come up with anything a little bit better, huh? Yeah. Alright, cool. <laughs> feel bad for the guy. He was a really good governor. And now he owns the Marlins with awful Derek Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> um but so when they first when they first fired him, when they first fired Comey, uh they were Trump said that it was based on a recommendation by Jeff Sessions and Rod Rosenstein. Mm-hmm. And in in the really awesome, amazingly worded uh, termination letter that he sent, <laughs> Trump wrote, I appreciate you talking to me three times and telling me I'm not under investigation. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Like there was, there was no reason. Like under any other circumstances, there would be no reason to actually add that. Like that adds no value <laughs> Zero. to anything whatsoever. It's like, is that supposed to make me feel better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. But now I wish I didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, the next day, when I can't believe I did not write that girl's name down because I knew I was going to forget it. The acting, uh, the acting Sean Spicer. The acting. Oh, oh Huckabee. Um, huh? is it? Huckabee. Something Huckabee. No, Sa- not Huckabee. Suck- yeah. Sanders Huckabee. Huckabee Sanders. Something. Yeah. It, I, I can't remember her first name, but her last uh, name is Huckabee. Yeah. Uh, she's got a hyphened last name, right? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I think I cannot believe I didn't write this down. I'm an awful, awful person. Good thing I think I have it still pulled up somewhere. Um, <laughs> well, what, what did she say though? Well, okay, in her pre- in her uh, press 
in her press conference, uh, she said that Trump had lost faith in Comey over time and asked for a reason from the Justice Department and had never asked for Rosenstein to write the memo recommending his firing. Later in the press conference, she said, but he did ask for Rosenstein to write the recommendation to fire him. (laughs) And then later in the same press conference, she said, well, we fired him for breaking the chain of command during the Clinton email atrocities. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So like just in the, this whole thing has just been a big clusterfuck. It really, it really has been like in the, that's that's it. In the first 24 hours, we've gotten four different stories, three of them coming in one press briefing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, and that's one reason why I'm, I'm a little bit suspicious as to like, I feel a little bit of sympathy to to give the other side a little bit more credence um, because it's so bizarre the way they've been handling it. Like, it, just just tell us, you know, why was he fired? Because right. there was no clear cut answer for that for at least the first day. I don't I don't even know if it's if they've actually given a very clear answer yet. No, they've all. I mean, they've also come out and they've said that uh, Comey's failure to be able to prevent the leaks from inside his department is one of the reasons that they fired him. And then Mm -hmm. they went on to say after that, that uh, when he was testifying in front of Congress, he made a, he made a pair of factual errors um, that later he wrote a letter to the uh, committee uh, correcting himself. Um, And they said, well, that's the reason he was fired. Yeah. So like they still haven't actually given a real reason on why he was fired and which just all of it, together is adding up to oh trump did it because of russia and honestly i i think like i i honestly think that part of it is because um he wasn't a yes man yeah i i 100 percent agree with that I think, I, I, think I think that, like, that is reason. entirely a very big portion it may have not been the the entire reason but it was most likely the driving like nail in the coffin. Although I will say there, that's not the worst. Um, not really a bad reason either, depending on the intentions. Because a lot of my uh, a lot of my liberal friends talked about uh, Comey's firing, with that being the reason, not being a yes man. Uh, same thing with um, God. What's her name? forgot her name um sally yates yes sally yates being fired for not being a yes woman mm-hmm. and um i'm just like well you know the president kind of <laughs> he, <laughs> he should he's a president should be able to have somebody he that he could trust you know working for him right constitutional matters can come in obviously later um but i would assume the president would want a yes man not someone that's not, not someone that's going to stand against him at every step mm-hmm so it, really, at least, it depends at least how you look at sure. Yeah. Especially this president. Well, I mean, if I was president, I would want someone that's not going to question me when I ask him to do something. And if it's consti- unconstitutional, that matter can be taken up by the court. Right. But I would like to think I should if, be able to have somebody, <laughs> you know. I would like to think that if you were president, it would be constitutional, whatever you were doing. Well, if I abolish the Constitution, that's unconstitutional. That's also true. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the biggest issue that I had with people saying that uh, it was because of the Russia, yeah. you know, the Russia investigation, is because uh-huh. 
when he fired Comey, now the acting director of the FBI is Andrew McCabe, mm-hmm. who a lot of people on the right took a lot of they they had a big problem with him being in charge of the Clinton email investigation because McCabe's wife is good friends with Terry McAuliffe and was helping like raise money for McAuliffe's campaign and took money from the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. So they were like, well, he should recuse himself. And he was like, no, why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's my wife, not me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the political ties there just kind of proved, you know, he's a really staunch Democrat. So like, it's not like he's going to go, oh, I'm in charge. Okay. Trump, you're good. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if either one of you saw this, but did you happen to see um, Maxine Waters on MSNBC the other day? I did see that. Um, that was so funny that that was the who was the uh who, who was the anchor uh, i i i don't know because i only listened to the audio of it but um i i was re- it was on msnbc so obviously it, this is you know you would think that this is friendly grounds for somebody like her mm-hmm. and then they were like so you said that you wanted him fired and he has no credibility, but now you're saying that he shouldn't have been fired. Care to explain that? <laughs> and she was like, no, no, I I, 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 I don't mean that really. Um, <laughs> and because like, you know how Maxine Waters goes. She, she was the one who was like social. Uh, uh, mm, hmm. um, <laughs> really, technically, um, redistribution um, <laughs> from one side to the other right oh <laughs> oh. oh okay yeah gotcha. got it. <laughs> yeah uh, she was saying well no if clinton had come in she would have fired him on the 20th and i thought he should have been fired but now uh he shouldn't have been fired and this is a abuse of power. Okay, well, that's where I'm confused. No, you're not. No, I am confused. Oh. Uh, It was so (laughs) awkward and so weird. (laughs) And I was like, what are you... Did you just tell him he's not confused? Like, (laughs) you can't tell somebody that. That's like telling somebody they're offended. (laughs) Yeah. He probably was, honestly, after that. Right. <laughs> after that oh interview. Oh, my God. Why am I interviewing this woman? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she, like, that was that was how I saw most of the left mm-hmm. being about the entire Comey firing. Because, like, you know, on the 8th or whatever day, they were like, yeah, Comey needs to be fired. Comey's awful. Comey gave the election to Trump. Yeah. He gets fired. Trump should not have fired Comey. This is a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, and this is like, so Nixonian of which him. Is it? And and the right and the right did this too. I mean, they're they're no less guilty of this. They were the ones um, saying that uh, Comey's all right now, and you know he's 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 okay. Yeah. And then the very next day, as soon as Trump fires him, they're like, Fuck "Yeah, Trump, go you you do your thing." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I have a great segue. Uh, for something that it isn't on here, but I did want to talk about, cause I do, I remember making a Facebook post about this, but this ties in with the, uh, the, the issue, the free speech slash, um, segregation issues slash this, uh, going on with the whole, um, the resistance. You've, you've heard of the resistance, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and when I started realizing what it was, I was like, this is dumb. The only thing the resistance seems to be is for people on the left, which is a very large umbrella, to in any way, shape, or form, they call it resist, right? Resist Trump. I'm like, the fuck you right. how the fuck do you resist Trump's presidency? He's president. But anyways, uh, booing. I'm going to roadblock it with, yeah, yeah. Booing, with a bunch of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Booing Betsy DeVos. Um, showing fake outrage at Comey's firing. So on and so forth. To me, it seems like really what this whole resistance thing is going to be from the left is we need to do any and everything in opposite to what <laughs> what Trump's going to do, you know? Literally, so, like, yeah. is, is that intentionally supposed to be like a nod to Star Wars or something like that? It's got to be. Probably. It has to be. Yeah, probably. I'm sure. Are, are they, like, really that dense to knowing the plot of star wars <laughs> right right like what what the what the empire represents versus what the rebel alliance represents or even in the new you know the first order and uh and the resistance are, are they really that dense can can they really not comprehend that the empire is the government yeah <laughs> right they <laughs> like that, that makes no sense yeah i don't I think that whoever is in charge is views, viewed as the Empire or the First Order. And Unless it's, it's a Democrat. Well, but then they're but then they're viewed by the Republicans as the First Order or the Empire. I mean, yeah, but like, Republicans... I'm personally okay with that because, like, you know, it's it's all government, so whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to call them the Empire, then go ahead. Yeah. Right. No, I agree with you, but it seems to me that Liberals become, or leftists in general, become a lot louder when it's somebody on the right in office and a lot more anti-government. And it's just very hypocritical, and it really makes no sense. And it really shows how backwarded they are by now just standing up against any and everything this guy's for. Trump could come out against... He could talk about confiscating guns tomorrow... And the Democrats will come out fully in support of constitutional carry, straight up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That this is that's the resistance to me right now because I've never seen it proven otherwise, other than them trying to stand up against anything or anybody merely associated with President Trump. I could be. He could pick me for a job, and uh, sh- people will come out against me. It doesn't matter. And I, <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious that they're doing this. It's them really digging themselves a hole. Now, I don't want to say it's going to make their election year harder in 2018, but it's going to contribute to that. I think, well, right now, I think that both the Democrats and the Republicans are shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. As far as uh, 2018 is going, like, I don't know how that's going to go right now. Yeah. Because both of them are making huge mistakes. Yeah, and I actually just remembered another thing. Um, I don't remember what state it was. There was um, the resistance. You know, they, they've been going around to GOP town halls and, you know, sort of bringing up their issues. But one one man <laughs> choked the congressman and had to be escorted out. Like, that's how crazy this is getting. 
you know? Those guys are dangerous. I mean, yeah. Well, what do you mean, mean by what do you mean by those guys? Like uh, like the the left in general, like Yes, yes. The the right, I mean, you know, sometimes they can be just fat shit crazy, but Yeah. Yes. You know, they're like Antifa, for example, like they're, they're the antithesis of what they're supposed to be against. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they don't understand uh, irony in, in the slightest. No, not even. No. Really. Yeah. I even have I have local friends that, that try to tell me that the right was as bad as the left is when we when we call them out so much. But. No matter how much I look, no matter how much I look for it, I can't find circumstances where the right goes around doing what the left does. No, and people, the people that we know are always saying, "Oh, well, they burned uh, effigies, effigies of and? Obama," and it's like, okay. "Okay, well, yeah, okay, so they That's, burned a, they burned yeah. a scarecrow essentially." Yeah, nobody. Yeah, their their speech can be rather repulsive sometimes but yeah. that tends to be the extent of it just right. speech they aren't yeah. going around and busting up windows yeah of exactly businesses yeah, or lighting uh, busting through starbucks windows right. in washington dc on inauguration day and stuff like that right and they aren't like going to they they weren't going to pro obama rallies and starting fights right like not not that i saw anywhere like i, I right. remember a lot of this happening people were like oh look at this guy he's burning obama's obama and effigy and uh people are like oh that's so awful but then today well i'm certain it's happened somewhere today so i can probably say that pretty confidently today like people are (laughs) at pro-trump rallies and like antifa shows up and they're starting fights and punching people in the face and you've got you know, everybody's like, oh, well, no, the right did this. No, they didn't. That makes, yeah. They did not. I always hear that, and it still makes no sense to me. No matter how much the alt-right wants to have their have their uh, marches and their Patriot Days and all that, I don't get how it's their fault if Antifa shows up, bothers them, gets into a fight, how the right did that. That just makes no sense to me. They're, they're away uh-huh. from you, you know. You're going out of your own way. To go over there and get, get punched, punched in, in the, the face. face. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad we said that yeah, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <I'm> god. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are adorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are. That's accurate. Yeah, the resistance is silly. Moving on. Right. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, so one of the things that with absolutely, again, no segue, because mm-hmm. we're just going to jump. Um, one of the things a lot of people are just been, bullshitting it at this point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, it's I mean, OK. Yeah. I mean, I that's how that. we normally do our show. So mm-hmm. um, one of the things that has been in the news recently is the the uh, AHCA. Yeah. The American Health Care Act. Yeah. American made. The American made. American made <laughs> health care. Um, and I don't really, yeah, it passed the house. Uh, I don't think that it's going to yeah. pass Senate. No, so, they already said they're going to work on their own version, which means it's dead. <laughs> right. Which means it's dead. It'll have to go back to the house. And yeah, it, yeah I mean, it's just, it's not going to do anything. No. It's not going to go anywhere. No, it's not. No. Um, 
But, I know Rand has said that he's inclined to vote no on it too. Oh, that's because he's a beast. That's because he's yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, like Judge uh, Napolitano uh, came out and he said that the GOP didn't touch anything important in the health care bill. Yeah, um, it was an article written, uh, written by Ryan McMacken, uh, which works. He's been at the Mises Institute for a while now. Great guy. Um, read his articles. Uh, it was on the Mises Wire. And Napolitano was talking about the uh, the four premises of Obamacare that stayed in place in the AHCA and never got mm-hmm. changed. And these are the like the the four important parts of it. Uh, the first one is that somehow the federal government can regulate the the delivery of healthcare. The second is that somehow the federal government is obliged to provide for healthcare. The third one is the federal government can order you to purchase insurance for health care. And the fourth is that all physicians must keep all of their records digitally and allow direct access to them by bureaucrats in the Department of Health and Human Services. And that's kind of the Orwellian uh, yes. aspect of it. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first three points are really the the traditional you know libertarian um and economic question of is 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 it the government's business to go around and um provide free health care for everybody which isn't right free, obviously um and yet the gop and trump you know like every we talked about this a few episodes ago everybody wants to call it ryan care but it's going to be whatever care on whoever is the last person to sign it. If Trump signs it, it's Trump care. <laughs> it's not It's not Ryan care. Yeah, um, especially with how much Trump has completely backed it yeah. since, like, day one. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, this isn't something that Trump is like, well, I'll begrudgingly sign it. Yeah. Like, no, he's, he's like, called out Rand Paul and, and the House Freedom Caucus, who, you know, some of them kind of, kind of caved on this uh, a little bit. But, um like Trump has been in support of this of day one. This is his baby now. Yeah. And yeah. A, a lot of his supporters somehow will tell you that, you know, Trump's just playing 4D chess. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. That is the dumbest. You have to be a really stupid fuck to think that. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. That's the worst thing I've ever heard on this show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's <Jesus>. awesome. <laughs> no, you're right, I, dude. I Taylor, swear to God, you're right. I just want to say right. thank you for everything that I've ever said that I went, oh, God, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Thank you for making it not that bad. Yeah. In that set, uh, set a new standard. But it's true. I mean, obviously, it's not every trump supporter right but the majority of the ones that at least don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> you know or care <laughs> much yeah they they they're the ones that always if you're in <laughs> i'm in this facebook group called the deplorables and i swear uh it's dude this group is huge it's like six hundred thousand people i think i am too yeah and you you see that shit that gets posted in there you're like yeah. oh, are you kidding me but yeah. no it's it's those kind of people that will downplay a lot of this stuff as, oh, well, he's just playing, you know, six-dimensional chess 
to free the market somehow. I'm like, you make no, absolutely no smart. sense. You're willfully ignorant of what this guy is doing. You're <laughs> just worshiping him. Yeah. It's a cult personality is what it is. It is. And I don't know how they fall for it is the thing. It's not. Like you would never, yeah. ever, ever give Obama a pass on this. Ever. No. No. Ever. No. You would never give anyone close to this a pass on this. No, no, no. Why are no. you doing it for Trump? Right. It, may, it, it makes no sense. I, I will say that uh, the whole getting rid of the pre-existing conditions thing that they've thrown in there and all the backlash are getting on it is the backlash just does not make sense to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I wreck my car... If I wreck my car and Time to get insurance <laughs> and the insurance company is like, well, no, I'm not going to insure that. Yeah. You already wrecked it. Like, yeah. Which like, again, the government just shouldn't be involved in it at all whatsoever. But unless you're not insured under this AHCA, if you if you if your insurance lapses for 62 days, then you'll get hit with with it unless your state puts a waiver in for it. But. It's stupid. It's it's they're acting like it doesn't even exist in there. It does. It absolutely does. Even though it's economically infeasible, but you're right. You know, it's the whole point of health insurance is you're betting on the fact that you're healthy right now and that you will need the money in the future from this pool of people. So there's so there's always going to be a pool of money of a lot of healthy people putting into this thing. Uh, to protect the people that have some sort of catastrophe or whatever bills they can't pay. Uh, I'm sorry, they can't pay off. But when you have the system where pre-existing conditions uh, shouldn't count against you, it's just like Matt was saying, well, I have all these issues with my car uh, and now you expect the insurance company to pay for it. And that isn't sustainable because then that could give people the false security of I'm not going to pay for insurance and I'm not going to have insurance for as long as I'm healthy. But as soon as I feel, uh, as soon as I get some sort of, you know, pre-existing condition, for example, rape, um, that, that was a joke. (laughs) 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 Um, now I'm going to go get health insurance and cost more on this pool of money than I was already paying into it. So it's really in my, it's really silly that people are really just focused on this pre-exist uh not, not the pre-existing on the on the uh, pre-exist yeah, pre-existing conditions thing and we talked about this before. It's not sustainable. Right. And it should be should go to the way of the free market. If a company wants right. to provide health insurance to people with pre-existing conditions, let them do that. If they don't, let them do that. But the issue at the end of the day shouldn't be how much health insurance costs to people. Well, it does right now because it's so expensive. But the real issue is how much does healthcare itself cost and how much the medications cost. And yeah, if we don't go out of if we don't go out of our way to deregulate and cause some more competition between insurance companies between uh healthcare providers and um a big pharma you're always going to have very expensive health insurance that won't be cheap 
for you know the common person i don't think i ever talked about this on the show but in egypt pills are really cheap for multiple reasons well in healthcare is pretty cheap for multiple reasons quality is a little bit lower yeah but healthcare is there i can open up my own pharmacy in egypt without being a pharmacist although a lot of pharmacists do open up their own pharmacies but i can open up my own pharmacy in egypt i can buy any of the pills anything even t- traditional in america over the counter pills and sell those and that makes healthcare cheaper in the longer run because you've got more people providing this medication you got different pharmacies now competing against each other for prices instead of going all the way to a doctor maybe the pharmacist can help you with whatever your ailment is and give you the medication you need maybe you know me and i know some healthcare because i was a medic and i can tell you well you need you know this medication to help you with that so you just go and get it you can't do that in the united states i'm not gonna say ever but for the last maybe for decades you can't do that maybe longer even uh, yeah i have no idea when all that started so. yeah I don't, I don't know when i don't know exactly when all that started but it's way cheaper in other parts of the world to get medication because of the amount of less um, the amount of less the less amount of red tape that we have on healthcare you know you can Dental dental work is so much cheaper over there. Everything is so much cheaper over there because we have less red tape. And here, mm-hmm. people are asking for more red tape, which is obviously, as we all know, is going to cost. It's going to end up costing more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you uh, did you see that uh, Rance Priebus uh, hates old people and wants them to die? Well, that's all Republicans. True. Um, yeah, I mean, Paul Ryan threw Granny off a cliff. Remember, right. <laughs> Uh, this week, Grant's Priebus was doing an interview, and in it, the person was the interviewer was asking him about uh, the Health Care Act, and he was saying, "Well, this will could possibly increase health care costs for the elderly five times." And Rand's Priebus basically just said, "Well, they're five times more sick, so they should pay five times as much as somebody who's <laughs> never sick." <laughs> Because I don't know how you don't get that. And I, was I like, mean, yes, man, they are going to take that. And yeah. that's going to yeah. mean you hate old people. But I, I totally know. understand what you're saying. right? Yeah. There. Yeah. Just like the, you know, um, bariatrics, you know, they cost they put a big strain on on the healthcare uh, field or any field that they ever get in touch with, like flying an airplane where they got to take up, you know, multiple seats and. A lot of times, man, I've I've seen these people in the hospital where I work. We got to take eight people, you know, eight people that are doing something somewhere have to stop what they're doing to go help move this person. And I'm not making fun of them, but they chose to let themselves get to that. Everybody has that choice. And most bariatrics in this country have that choice not everybody not all of them have thyroid issues diabetes whatever right no a lot of them are um, i uh, apologize if i offend any of our bariatric listeners um uh, <laughs> they're lazy you know and if you don't make the choice to eat healthy or whatever early on in your life 
you're going to get so large that you're going to put a drain on your whole family, friends, and what, where, whatever hospital you end up going to for bypass, you know? Right. Uh, We're going to have to put a major trigger warning on this. In this episode, <laughs> we may just, just call defending it. the blind, defending the the uh, the deaf. You're offending uh, people with <laughs> pre-existing conditions or whatever. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> we're just gonna say trigger warning. Caleb Franz joins us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah, <laughs> that that'll about cover it all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But you know that's I don't know that's that's my honest to god opinion on healthcare and the the tradition in the traditional sense the health of Americans today no one's taking it seriously and now and now anybody calling in question um the fact that somebody may not be taking care of themselves and they could be taking steps to have a healthier lifestyle. Now it's called body shaming, and you can't do that because no. you should be proud of your body, no matter how big it is. And it's like, no, no, or no, it is. no. It's normal. What I find funny about the body, sh- the people on the body shaming movement, is if somebody is overweight and you're like, hey, you know, you need to work out, and they're like, oh, don't body shame me. But if somebody is super skinny, you know, like him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if somebody's super skinny and you say, Hey, go eat a burger, that's not body shaming. <laughs> right. I haven't thought about that. That that's totally fine. That's like, oh well, no, I'm just worried about their health. Yeah. No, I'm worried about yours, you fat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, trigger warning. Yeah. Right. Trigger warnings. Nothing but trigger warnings today. <laughs> yep. Um so we are we're over time, but uh, I said we got one more topic in us and I'll let you guys decide because I just thought of one in the middle of all of this. Uh, we can either talk about the libertarian vice chair or we can talk about Jeff Sessions wanting to. I was just about to say that. Okay. <laughs> okay well, you start us off, sir. Mr. Oh, I didn't say that's one I, I wanted. I, I just said that's that's one that came to mind as well. Yeah, that one came to mind right in the middle of all of this. I was like, oh, yeah, the Jeff Sessions. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah. He hates he hates pot. He does. He hates pot. Yeah, but we already know that, (laughs) right? But he wants to increase sentencing. I know. I I saw that. I mean, that's not news to me. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's not really news. Just knowing his it was just the policy that he he wants to to implement. Yeah, he he's he's DOJ. Yeah, he's ordering like attorneys and stuff to to. Seek just really crack down. Yeah, yeah. seek stricter right. punishments. No, that's boring. Let's talk about the LP. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the LP uh, vice chair, in his wonderful, wonderful wisdom, uh, his name is Arvin Vora. This is volume five hundred and twelve of Bad Marketing. Everything the yeah yeah bad, everything bad the the LP gets wrong. <laughs> yeah. He made a uh, post this week, and I'm only going to read the beginning because it's really all you need. Yes. Is a common excuse to join the military, despite disagreeing with every single thing that it does, the military pays for college. Translation, I agreed to kill innocent people because I wanted the money. Essentially, he called all veterans and all active service members hitmen. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just moralist killers. Just moralist killers. Yep. And he he went on to defend, like, on his Facebook yesterday, he went on to defend it, like, five separate times in really long-winded <laughs> explanations. Um, and the entire time, all I'm reading is, you're, you're just defending your statement calling yeah. all veterans murderers. Yep. Yeah. Now, I don't agree with war. I don't. Unless we're being attacked, I don't agree with that. I don't think we need to be in Syria. I don't think we need to be in North Korea. I don't think that we need to go to Venezuela. I don't think any of that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that a thing? Is that the latest thing John McCain wants to do is invade Venezuela now? God, <laughs> no, but, you know, but maybe. <laughs> I could see it being the next big thing. I mean, I could too. I, I don't. I don't fault you for that. <laughs> right. They took over our jam plant. So right. they come took, on. They took the. GM. Oh yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> they took an American company's plant. So yeah, time to go bomb them. Uh, now I don't agree with any of those, but I do. I don't say that all service members are murderers. I will say some are because some of them are acting outside of their orders or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh yeah. So it's going to be that for like the the vast majority of people who actually do sign up though they're not thinking like I just want to go kill people like that's that's not the mentality that, that yeah. they have whenever yeah. they whenever they do that yeah and especially I, if, it's, if it's for college they're just like well this seems like a fair trade off to me yes yeah and honest to God man this is like when I enlisted I seriously did not know that I was getting college benefits. I enlisted because mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know. Mm-hmm. I, watched... I enlisted for the college benefits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people have, but at least me personally, I didn't. I was just like, "Hey, this Black Hawk Down's a good movie," and I was like, "Hey, I want to go be a paratrooper," <laughs> and that's what I did. Um, but not everybody joins for that, and even if they did, that's a con. You know, it's a it's a contract thing. You know, the, right? The LP and you know there are these pages ran by these ANCAPs. Like there's a, I think it's called the troops are welfare queens, <laughs> and I'm just like, why, why would you turn people off from our philosophy so much on purpose? It makes no sense like, to, to go out of your way it, to piss off veterans and have them not listen to you, their families and friends, and anybody also that may support veterans but doesn't personally know any. If they see a page called. The troops are welfare queens. They press on it. They see a picture of Ron Paul and a black and yellow flag. They'll be like, fuck this libertarian shit, you know? Right. Yeah. And the same thing goes with the the vice chair, I guess, if that's really what he is. Right. Um, and he's running again. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I, I think I met him, actually, at ISFLC. And I was kind of like... Hi. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if you, you look kind of sketch right now, but, um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, there, war has just as much of a, a toil on the soldier as it does on the civilians, um, in the country that, that we're fighting in. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that, the amount of anti war libertarian vets there are, cause, um, I'm one. What's the? Why am I blanking on this guy's name? Who? He wrote Freedom. 
He got he gets arrested in DC like every other Coke, week. Kokesh. Oh, yeah. Kokesh. <laughs> yeah, Adam Kokesh. <laughs> oh God. Like, huge anti-war. Yeah. Veteran. Yeah. Yeah. But a a lot of veterans too that were on Rand Paul's campaign and everything. A lot of veterans that also are combat veterans that are anti-war. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's not a hard I mean, message. It's, it's like the the Eisenhower quote, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I hate I hate war as much as as much as a soldier who has lived it. Yes. Would. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That, that, uh, why not use that quote instead of going around saying they're all just you know? Yeah. They all just kill people for profit. That's 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 all it is. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't you cannot blame people for the kind of culture they grew up in or what the family traditions that they've had. Some people in this country have family traditions going back to the Continental Army. Mm-hmm. And you can't blame a man or a woman for wanting to enlist in the service to do exactly what their fathers, grandfathers, so on and so forth did. You can't you you can't do that. It, it makes well you can obviously, um, but it's not really the best message. <laughs> and uh, you're seriously belittling uh, everything that goes through the decision of even enlisting or not. Not everybody joins for that. And when I served over in Iraq, not a. Really seriously, none of the servicemen I was with over there had a hateful phone, had a hateful bone in their body. None of them hated Arabs or Muzzies. You know, nobody wanted to go around and kill all of them. Yeah, that I know of. Yeah, they said, but they said it behind your back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times, the most hateful Americans I've noticed when it comes to Muslims and Arabs are people that have never served because they've never been uh, exposed to our culture. Right, but a lot of times the veterans that have served, they don't really hate Muslims on the same level that a lot of these people, you know, do. So I think, I think, um, I think Arvin is really short-sighted with this little message that he put out, and sometimes I think it sucks that the LP has a monopoly on the word libertarian too, because. I mean, I don't hate the LP, but it makes the greater liberty movement look bad. Right, yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah, hundred like I am a member of the LP and a lot of what they a lot of what they have done uh this year has really made me question like I'm not gonna leave the LP. I won't do it because I think we need more than two parties in this yeah in this nation. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, I'm gonna stay. But at the same time Cuck. <laughs> I will kick you straight square <laughs> in your testicles. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, I won't like I won't leave the LP um because I do want to see more parties in America. Like I am a big fan of a third party of having a third or fourth party in this nation. Uh that being said, at some point, the LP needs to look at their leadership and be like, what What are these people doing? Like, yeah. we're running the worst PR campaign. <laughs> like, even with United, the LP is still running a worst PR campaign. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It, it, it makes no sense to me why they're going out on, on the limbs that they're going out on. Yeah. Quoting the satanic Bible on East, like on Easter week. Yeah. And Grant, they quoted uh, everything, just, but they led. I don't know who yeah. thought of that, but that was just dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was idiotic. And then you've got Arvin coming out saying all veterans are murderers. And it's like. Why? I mean, why? You yeah. are just pushing away people who are mm-hmm. at, right now at this time in history. People are finally beginning, once again, finally beginning to come to. Wait a minute. Why are we giving up all of our freedoms? Why are we giving yeah. up all of our rights? And then you're going to sit there and go, okay, all these people are now interested. Fuck you all. Yeah. 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 It, ma- it makes no sense to me. Yeah. And I don't even, honestly, I don't even know why he made that statement. I mean, I don't think there was any reason for it. I don't know why he brought it up. Yeah. I just know, I just know the backlash of what happened when he said it. Yeah. And then that Paul Stanton said that he supported him for another. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. So I was like, "What? Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you saying it?" But yeah. I mean, the LP is a just a continuous line of bad PR moves. Yeah. Well, tell me if you agree with me on this, um, Caleb. I don't think neocons are intentionally bad, and I don't even think when it comes to a veteran that let's say wants to go overseas and and you know kill a terrorist, you know. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think they're bad on purpose, you know. I really do think they legitimately think they're doing the right thing. Like I think John McCain. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. legitimately. Yeah, I just, completely agree. With yeah, that. I don't think he's evil on purpose. I don't even think he's evil. I just think he has bad policies on war. Uh, same thing with veterans that that want to go overseas and and, and think they're doing freedom a, a great service by you know killing some terrorists i don't think they're evil at all i think they just they they're not thinking it through right right yeah yeah no i completely agree because like you know these these people think that they're actually spreading freedom so they they think they are doing something good for liberty that's that's not outrageous to you know to hold them hold them to that yeah right cool all right well that's just about all the time we have for today. Caleb, do you have anything you want to pitch? Tell our listeners to websites, readings. Oh goodness. Yes. Um, so I guess you can, uh, if you would like to, out of the goodness of your heart, you can follow me on, uh, on Twitter at, at Caleb Franz. Um, I also have a show, uh, Twitter account at mill Liberty. Um, I will say that next month we are starting a uh, a special summer interview series on um, on my show that'll be every other week throughout the summer, um, and that'll start with uh, next month. Our first guest will be Cliff Maloney, um, and then our second guest for the month will be uh, Jason Stapleton, and that's nice. I guess you could yeah, call that. Awesome. Um, breaking news on here because i we haven't announced that yet but i think it's okay to to, uh to announce it (laughs) um so we're very excited about that we have some other great guests lined up uh looking into um and then also i'll be at the rlc convention in uh, orlando here in a few weeks so if you're there at that um i'd love to meet up with you yeah interviewing cliff maloney uh is greater Mm -hmm. than arguing with people on facebook 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, whenever you're over in Orlando, let us know. It's only like an hour and a half drive for us, so yeah. we can swing yep. on out even if we aren't at the RLC. Yep, exactly. Yep, I'll be sure to do that. And uh, for all of our listeners, you did say you wanted to help us close the show out, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Absolutely, I would love that. Okay, so <laughs> what I I'm I'm gonna do our I'm gonna do our uh, website stuff, and then uh, you can uh, say the first line. <laughs> I can say it. You can say the first line. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Awesome. And, and I'll let Mo say the second line because okay. he never gets to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but for all of our listeners, uh, you know, remember to like, share, comment, whatever. Uh, tell <laughs> tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies all about us. Uh, you can find us at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com on Facebook, backslash facebook.com backslash muddiedwatersoffreedom on Twitter at muddied underscore water. Or if you want to see our beautiful faces, you can see us on Instagram at muddiedwatersoffreedom. You got anything else? Uh, I hope that's it for me. You that's got, it for me. Let's do one last bula. Okay, we're doing a bula before Caleb closes us out. All right, all right, all right. Bula. bula, and Caleb. And remember where we're going. We don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs>